Hey, my name is Mon Fresh, and I'm here with Joan. What's up, my friends? And Lacking Rob, because he's on parental leave. Super congrats to him and his wife. And Damn baby. right. Wishing him the best and nothing but health and happiness for the new family. And this is Whiskey and Other Things. It's been a while. The last episode, uh, it was pre-COVID. And then... All hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. And in New York City, we were on lockdown for a couple of months. And we haven't seen each other since then, Joan. Yeah, since early March. Right. So it's been weird. I got let go like two months or three months into it. The company that I work for uh, could no longer afford me, so they let me go. And now I'm unemployed and collecting unemployment, doing jobs here and there. Joan, you have better luck. You were... I was fortunate enough to start a new job right as the whole thing was uh, starting, working from home. <clears throat> and then just this past Tuesday, I got let go too. Unfortunately. Yeah, but, you know, it is part of the nature. We're in a unprecedented type of circumstances where we everything's fluid. Things change really fast. Yeah. A lot of people have died. My grandmother passed away. Um, the owner of the I bar think. that I used to go to all the time, he passed away. From COVID as well? From COVID, unfortunately. And, and that kind of hurt me because, you know, even though my grandmother passing away hurt me a lot as well. You know, my grandfather passed away last year and she wasn't doing too good. She was kind of depressed and in and out. She was already 85 years old and lived a good life, you know. So it was going to come regardless. But this other gentleman, owner of the bar, um, he just had a a baby with his new wife. Wow. And uh, he got the COVID because he, he decided to go to Spain with his, with his uh, you know, newborn and, and his wife to show off the baby. To family? Yeah, because he's, 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 he's a Spaniard. And... Um, is this the place that's right here? Yeah, yeah it's it's over here. It's called uh, used to be called because this will no longer be there. It's still there, but that it's changing ownership. Right, uh, Ola España. Right here on two hundred and thirty first Street and Broadway, and um, from from what I was told, he went to Spain with his family. He came back and he had he had he he caught COVID in Spain, and he was put into an induced coma. And he kind of never, never recovered. Never recovered. And it's funny because he went into the induced coma before my grandmother even got sick. So, so he was one of the early ones, basically. He was one of the early ones. I had no idea that he was in, in, a, in a coma for so long. My grandmother ended up passing away. Um, and he was still in a coma with that. And he was still in a coma. And then like a couple of weeks later, I got a phone call from a friend telling me that that they were gonna take him off. That he was like convulsing in the in but the there table. Nothing, there was nothing really. They yeah, they they just knew that he was gone. Shit. That's condolences, man. Condolences. Right, and a lot of people have passed away, and our condolences to to them, to everybody, to yeah. everybody and their families. Uh, and even people who passed away, not even due to COVID. Right. There's people who passed away because of, you know. Life, life, yeah. She get she catches up to them and stuff like that. And these, the, this, this stuff is this period has been taxing, regardless of what you're going through. Like, 
Damn right. It's been like a, a heavy burden on everyone, and it's basically like a super exam that we're all trying to just get through. It was tough because everything was happening from one thing to the other. First, it's like we are on lockdown. Second, it's like I got to let go. Third is my grandma passes away, you know, and and it was like, damn, everything's kind of happening at the same time, you know. And, and like no and no stopping to it. Like and it, not only that, but not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Because yeah. it was like, where the hell are we going? What the hell's going on? At that point in time, we didn't know much about what was going the on. virus. Yeah. So a lot of information out in the news. Uh, I was washing all of my... Whatever I bought Gross. at the grocery store. Oh, like hand washing it? And no, like, yeah, hand washing it before you put it in the fridge yeah. and, and all this. You know, before you kind of just spray it with, with like hot water. Now I'm like scrubbing everything down with soap for three minutes. And, you know, it was a hassle. And I was like, man, this is, this is what it comes down to. And because I remember when we spoke on our last episode, I think we, we mentioned that it was like a virus, like the virus just got to the u.s they had like a case or two in california but in connecticut and connecticut maybe but i wasn't or we weren't thinking it was that serious we thought maybe it was like ebola how there was a little outbreak and they went and they got those people and they contained it, and they contained it or some other previous flus and coronaviruses that Maybe never made it to the U.S. and were contained before they even came over. Um, and it ended up not being that. It ended up being... No. <laughs> a full-blown pandemic like the movies, Full-blown pandemic like the movies. Exactly. And... I think the... Well, I think it was just like the... The scary part. Because now, you, you know, you kind of adapt... Yeah. To living under certain circumstances of being locked in at home that you don't you wear a mask when you go outside. Right. And those first few weeks, like, you know, I was still going into the office, into the city and the trains were slowly. Actually, no, it was from like one day to the next after I think our last episode, which was March 3rd. I think by that following week, like the 10th of March, like the trains were already starting to empty out to the point where there was when I would take the Metro North to get, to get home faster, there was nobody at Grand Central. And that's unprecedented at, you know, at rush hour. Right. Right. It was, it was crazy. And we did, re, we, we got together before the whole lockdown for one more time. And unfortunately, I did not save the file and everything got deleted. So I apologize for that. And that was our first remote episode two it was our first remote episode we have we had a caller from florida um we will reach out to him at some point again but everything else was like things were just kind of starting to happen and thing we were just going into a lockdown um i just feel like we're in the upside down world and then even after that the whole black lives matter Few people were shot by the cops and police all on camera because everybody's got a phone now. People are outraged. The African American community is out in the streets. And with full force, basically. Full force with support of um, everybody who wants to support them. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, also, I don't know, there were still protests going on, and it was just in being uh, televised as much as like at the beginning of the George Floyd protests. Right. But just now with the. 
the killings that happened in Kenosha, uh, Wisconsin, it basically ramped up again to a hundred. Yep. And I also feel like you're not even seeing it that much in the news. At least I, I I've kind of tuned out the news completely. I'll check the news, the, like the New York Times and the Washington Post, but I started to watch TV heavily when we went into the lockdown, and then I quickly realized that I was always in in tension. I was always tense because yeah. of everything going on in the news, and then I remember that was the reason why I stopped watching TV in the first place a long, long time ago when I stopped watching sports and I stopped watching uh, the news and I stopped watching the media because if, if you continue to just consume all this negative energy because the news is nothing but negative energy. Yeah. Very, it's all entertainment and the entertainment industry for them is basically the negative, right. all the negative news. Negative news. And a lot of the times, some of the stuff that comes out, the pieces, the pieces are, not, are, are not even together. So some of it is not even facts. It's just like speculations or conclusions and a, that they... And opinions. <laughs> and opinions. It's nothing but opinions. And 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 it. I feel it just added more confusion to yeah. everything that was happening. It was getting crazy the, to the point where, you know, like, oh, the... I remember in the group chat that we have with the rest of the guys that we... We were... All of us were posting different things. There was one thing that said that, you know, the six feet isn't actually true, that the thing could tr travel up to 32 feet. Right. And uh, if you sneeze, it's a fucking... <laughs> it, yeah, it's it, a death it, sentence. It's a death sentence. <laughs> and, you know, the whole the, the whole nine, and it it was... In all honesty, it's... I, I, I really don't know how the hell all of us are still sane and walking around with smiles on our face, <laughs> even though <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah, it's wild and it's crazy. And we've been having a lot of arguments, not say arguments, debates. Debates and conversations. About um, where the racism of the country is and the reason why people are out there protesting. Because, um, like I was telling the group yesterday, you know, the, the the pattern, and I don't know if it's just that the media brings this out all the time. You know, when I when I when I arrived to this country in 1989, I remember looking at uh, the Rodney King beat down, and I was too young to kind of understand what was happening. Even though when I went back to school, they tried to explain it to us and. But you know, you you as a kid, yeah, I was I was more into my my Sega Genesis. Oh, sorry, the, the, that's, it wasn't Sega Genesis, it was Nintendo. I have my Nintendo. No, I have my Nintendo. I don't think Super Nintendo was out yet. Um, it was my Nintendo. And, and, you know, I was just, you're just a kid. And, and, and when you're a kid, you those things don't really bother you because They also you, go over your head. Like, yeah, they go over your head. You're like, God, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about my Saturday G.I. Joe cartoons than, uh, than I don't know. what's going on in the real world. Yeah. Right. But... Year in year after year, you know you you heard. I always heard somebody else get killed and shot, and the news would bring it up. And I I'm 39, so if I was nine years old, that's 30 years. And for the last 30 years, all I remember seeing is somebody getting shot up by the cops, and and he's always like, "Why did this happen? This is some sort of um sketchy scenario with the cops and." Somebody getting killed, and 
and they just always happen to be black. <laughs> and so, you know, after 30 years, I kind of have to question, maybe there is something going wrong. On. Yeah, maybe there is the something system, going the on. Way, the way that maybe the training or the attitude that certain police officers might have. I mean... And also, the thing is, that I, I agree with everything you're saying, but I think the problem is, too, is maybe the type of person that might be taking on that job. It's a high-pressure job. Maybe they're not trained well enough to be able to handle that kind of situation. And a lot of times, like, for example, the Kenosha thing, apparently it was like a domestic dispute. The worst-case scenario that a police officer shows up to a scene like that is that someone ends up getting shot. Right. There's no need for that kind of insanity. Granted, we... We are also going off of what we, the little information that we know that he apparently might have had a weapon in the car. His kids might have been in the car. Who knows? <clears throat> but, and, and I agree with all of that. And it's, I just feel like it's a much, much greater problem. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a combination of everything that you said, plus more that we're probably not aware of. Um, I feel like when we get the news, we never really get the full story. You know, the police department, the news gets their information from the police department. Yeah, so they and could always skew it one way or the other. Right, so the police are always going to skew it till their investigation is done. You know, kind of like the media center need to know basis based on what's happening. Uh, and people react and people are, are, are up in arms right now. Just the whole atmosphere. In the United States, it's not very united. So sometimes it's I feel just like the states right now. Yeah, sometimes I feel like we need to take the united part of the states. And and you know what? A lot of it has to do with you know each state lives in its own little bubble. Each state has their own little rules when it comes to guns and and just crimes in general. Uh, so you might be in New York City. And you may not encounter any of these, uh, these issues. Issues, maybe with the police officers or something like. And if you do with something like, maybe it's not a big deal. Um, definitely not big enough to be in the news, and mm -hmm. definitely not big enough for people to go bananas. But um, uh, I, I've traveled to other states and I've worked in other states. Like, I worked in Louisville, Kentucky, not too long, in the 90s. And I remember that I they didn't want to serve me gas because I was a person of color. In so, a particular gas station? Yeah, in a particular gas station. And the person that was um, driving me around, a white gentleman, nicest person I ever met, he actually fought with the, with the lady from the gas station. And I saw him arguing, and I was like, oh, I remember looking out the window and going, what the hell's going on in there? I just thought maybe he owed, he owed the money or something yeah. <laughs> from a previous... From a previous, <laughs> previous pump? Yeah, from you a got, previous... You got, you, got, you got gas on credit? <laughs> you know, oh, but then he came out, slammed the door, got in the car, and I, I kind of saw it in his eyes that he was very upset. He was almost about to start crying, and I told him, hey, what happened? He didn't, and then when he didn't want to say anything... Right then and there, I knew. I was like, and then I just told them, don't worry about it. You know, you know, our money's green, just like everybody else's money's green. It's the green. same exact money everywhere. Right. If, if they didn't want to serve us gas, 
we can always go to the next gas station. Let's just go to the next gas station. And we did. We went to another gas station and everything was fine. I went to, I needed to go to a radio shack. So he took me to a radio shack, went in, I bought the little piece that I needed and, and that was it for that. Everything was good to go. Everything was good to go. Was there, was there, I guess the question is why, even though he was white, why was the, why was it that they weren't serving gas if he was the driver? Because... No, I guess she saw that we were in the car. I, I was with my coworker. He uh, he's Puerto Rican, but he has dreads. Oh, so he looked the turn. Right, he looked like a he looks like a like a light skin uh, Bob Marley. All right, so she and, and they probably think that dreads equals gang. Or... Yeah, but I'm no, I don't think it. I just I'm not gonna go too deep into it. I'm just gonna say like it doesn't matter if if yeah. if. If I'm a gang member and I come and I get my gas, you know, you're still paying for and your I'm, gas. And I pay you the twenty dollars. I want twenty dollars. I'm pump one. You know, you're still gonna give it to me. It doesn't matter who I am. You, you still gotta serve me. So, the fact was that for whatever reason, this person decided not to serve, not to serve gas to us. And I've never experienced that ever. But I was in Louisville, Kentucky, and. Which also happens to be a site of where another controversial shooting happened, the Breonna Taylor. Oh, really? There you go. That happened in February, I think, of this year, 2020. Right. And that's also been causing a lot of ruckus down there, too, where they haven't stopped protesting. But obviously, like we were saying earlier, they're not, they're not televising it. Or even bringing it up. You only hear about it if you keep your eye on Twitter until like any... Right. So, so every state's got their own little rules and... Racism still exists, and you know we've we've made a lot of progress over the years, but a lot of people are still hurt, and a lot of people are still experiencing it, and you know the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Um, a lot of people don't even know what the movement is. What it, what what is trying to what is trying to accomplish, accomplish and just the name itself makes it controversial. Makes it controversial because if I'm a white person and I'm all about unity and I'm not a racist person and I look at Black Lives Matter, you know, a lot of people want to be included into that. So why doesn't it say, you know, lives matter, all lives matter. It just says Black Lives Matter. But Black Lives Matter stands for. I mean, what is what is their movement, Joan? Well, from my understanding of what they're trying to get out of it is basically to have a equal playing field in terms of how they're treated in in certain aspects of American society. So, like, if the police pull you over, it shouldn't it shouldn't conclude with a a situation where, let's say, one person of of African-American descent or any skin color that might not be particularly white gets into a confrontation with the police for whatever reason. And if God forbid something happens, that there's at least accountability of why something happened to that person. Right. They're, they're trying to tackle the systematic racism in the country. And, 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 and the systematic racism, I, I believe it exists. Uh, it's hard to pinpoint and find. Because it's so embedded into the, the yes. into our fabric of what this country is basically built on, right? And and, and it comes from the top, yeah, and has been chilling down for um, ages, <laughs> for ages down down the rabbit hole. 
to the point that a lot of people don't even know it's there because it's in things that you never thought of. But then you go, oh, you know, there's documentaries of this in Netflix. You really want to go deep, deep into, into it. it yeah. uh, like the and thir- the-, the 13th, which is excellent documentary, basically the 13th Amendment and how it basically is a modern day uh, slavery tactic that the government put into their constitution to keep predominantly African-American men in jails. Right. It's this whole, um, look, you know, basically society has uh, taught us that an African-American male is more aggressive than everybody else, that he is the threat. Um, You know, you get you get things like black on black crime and Which is it, a dog whistle. <laughs> right. So then it's like, yes, it makes sense. But, you know, when white men kill white men, it's not called white on white crime. It's just crime. It's just crime. So these are terms that it's like, oh, that's black on black crime, you know. But if a white person, oh, John killed Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, man, that's just horrible. That's crime. But when a black man kills another black man. Oh, that's black on black crimes, man. Those guys are animals, you know. Like they kill each other all the time, you know. It's it's more like amplified to the point that people are afraid. And you know what? I've experienced this because my mother is afraid of uh, um, black, black men. People. Just and I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why, mom? There's just people like everybody else. It's just, you know it's some, and I've never really thought about it till now that I'm like, oh, you know what? This is just society's taught her that. Black people are criminals. It's embedded. It's, it's almost embedded into your yeah, it's, into your psyche. Almost. It's part of the domestication. Yeah, you know, because let's let's be real. We have been domesticated, just like uh, a dog has been domesticated to you know take care of the sheep and you, at the farm. And you, and you basically have to follow the the right the rules. Yeah. The kind of like the almost the invisible lines that are there that you're supposed to guide. Right. And right now, this whole Black Lives Matter thing is just basically trying to make every to, to open everyone's mind, mind to be like, whoa, this is this what's is, happening. Yeah, this is what's happening, and it's not, and it's not fair when you know, like, the Constitution, even though it was written 245 years ago, right, where every man is equal, but we know exactly who they were talking about when they said every man is equal, and now they're just trying to basically say, hey, let's make it an even playing field for everyone. Because when you're saying Black Lives Matter, it's just bringing up the intention that they want the equality and the, basically the pursuit of happiness, like the saying says. Yeah, just like everybody else, you know, everybody wants their, their time to shine and to prosper. And not and, be harassed. And not be harassed and just have an equal opportunity like everybody else in this world to... Well, let's, let's in a perfect world... Everybody's treated equally and everybody has the same opportunities. Unfortunately, we all know that that's not the case, you know, and I'm not just talking about the United States. I'm talking about the world as a whole. You know, things are very good in the United States. I feel like (laughs) minorities have opportunities that are not even in reach in other countries. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) But the United States is also trying to keep move forward. And I and I and I. And I hope that, you know, I hope that we, 
that every day we do move forward. And I think we are. It's just going to take time. I think it's also, I hope I don't lose my train of thought, but that they, that this, this moment in particular basically brings, brings much more awareness to be able to. Brings much more awareness to, you know, to rectify the situation. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, it, it's, how can I say, um, back to being domesticated, you know, when, when you were born, the chances are that your religious beliefs are because they were taught at home. So if you're a Catholic, you were born Catholic, chances are you will be a Catholic when you grow up. If you're a Muslim, chances are you're a Muslim. If you're born into uh, Hinduism or Judaism, it's taught. That's you. It's taught to you, so you're basically exposed to it at a very young age, and then you get indoctrinated into that. Right, belief. and it and, and once you grow up, you know, very few religions allow you to venture out and figure out who you are. Uh, and now the new generation, I think that the what's the what's this new generation called, anyways? Gen Z. Okay, we're Gen we're technically millennials of the older kind. Right, and then the our kids are basically Gen Z. All right, so Generation Z, and I don't think I'm a millennial. I just made it that I'm not. <laughs> so you're Gen X? Yeah, I'm Generation X. Just just right at the end, at the border, just when things kind of turn into something else. I think I, I think the delineation is like 82 or 81, something like that. I was born in 80. Uh, it's semantics at this point. Right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, um, you know, the new generation has a lot of things that are controversial as well um cuz they're they're they're, push, accept they're they're pushing up against the pushing boundaries pushing boundaries and also what's accepted what's accepted when it comes to not only racial but sexuality sexuality also your gender which right. I still get confused of <laughs> I get confused all the time you know so to the point that and we know that some kids don't want to identify as either men or women they're, they're non-binary right whatever non-binary and some <laughs> other people are like if, 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 if we get a big enough following that could be controversial then whatever yeah and you know what it's all good and it's all and i accept anything that comes in if you want to consider yourself uh, uh uh you know yellow or blue or green definitely but it comes to a point that you know you got to give slack to the older generation. You can't just force this into people and get upset. When they, when they resist to those ideas. Right, when they resist to those ideas. So, you, uh, you, you know, it's a free country. Everybody can be whatever they want. You know, just stay in the circle that understands who you are. Um, don't try to push any of these ideas into other people because that's when um, things start. And then, you know what, maybe we do need to push it into other people so that more people can be more open-minded and accept these things. Are you, have you seen um, videos that are starting to circulate now of like people that are basically getting harassed walking in the street, like having a regular normal night, and there's protesters going, protests going on, and then the protesters approach the people? One of our friends just sent it to us. And what? And uh, no, no, I, I saw it earlier today on Instagram. And it's basically like people are trying to get answers out of somebody who 
might not even have an opinion of any of this, of what's going on. I mean, this particular moment, that video that I'm talking about is about the Black Lives Matter protest. What's kind of ironic is that it's white people yelling at white people about it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the video, so I'm not sure. Oh. What what the what the what yeah entails? <laughs> what's going on? No, I think it's just that I think there's two things going on. I think that since a lot of people are working from home and your hours are fluid or you're out of work, more people are basically being awakened to this whole movement of trying to get equal uh, equal treatment and of of everybody inclusive into the in the United States. So if you see like a white person protesting just as hard as any any black person for this movement is because basically they're either one they they have empathy for what's going on. Yes. And and are just basically trying to help the awareness of what's of basically just making things better in the in the long run. True. But you know, the problem is that harassing other people? No, no. It's that since a lot of people live in their own bubble mm -hmm. and are too busy on their lives to be know? worried about to be worried about anybody else's life you know uh, you know it's it's just hard to kind of again we're not united you know and that our long gone. <laughs> and our president has not united the nation Whatsoever. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, without unity, you got nothing. If nobody's moving towards the same goal and everybody else is doing whatever's important to them, and not, not that there's anything wrong with that because everybody wants to be focused on their lives. I don't know what's going on in anyone's life. For all I know, someone passed away or, you know, they or just broke up. Something. Yeah, they're going through something that, you know, maybe they got diagnosed with cancer or something. Yeah. They're totally busy and they don't care about what's happening with and the I, world. I, I'm, a, I'm on the same page as you. I think also people shouldn't be... Someone who's having dinner shouldn't... They shouldn't be harassed. <laughs> No, people, you know, you go out to have a good time and, exactly. and conversations should be kept light, especially when you go out for dinner or whatever. But, you know, again, going back to everybody's on, in their bubble, you could be in your own bubble. You could be in the New York bubble or whatever state bubble you come from. There's a lot of people that don't believe. And what's going on? What's going on? You know, there's a lot of conspiracies out there. You know, there are people trying to say that, you know, Bill Gates is trying to put a chip on me <laughs> to basically control your to, movements. to control my movements. And I'm like, if you believe that, then you can believe anything. And a lot of people believe it. And it just doesn't make sense. And I, I, you start poking holes at all the at all these theories and and ideas that people are putting out right now. And we're like at the I think the peak of conspiratorial thought because we the main the, the main conspiracy theorist of all of them is in the white house running our country so right and so when a person that's supposed to lead us and we're supposed to believe in our leader is believing in conspiracies or saying that people are against them or a particular group are against them it's like sure maybe they are against you maybe they but 
I don't think anybody's out there trying to take over the world like a new world. Take over the world. Thing. You know, this is not G.I. Joe and Cobra Commanders coming in and Poor Pinky in the brain. You know, plant planting <laughs> chips in my mind through a vaccine and through this and that. And everybody's got their right to to believe what they want to believe and yeah. that's cool. But sometimes we gotta sit back and look at the big picture. You know, Bill Gates has been around forever. He's an innovator. He's developed uh, uh, Windows. If he was without gonna... him, we wouldn't have the computer. Right. W- without him, I wouldn't be recording this podcast because I'm running a Windows machine, and I'm running software that runs on top of the software his company developed, his operating system, that has been running for decades now. Thirty years. No, wait, more. More. Probably forty. Maybe even more. I, you don't, don't take the number out. I'm not want to take the number out of my mind. The, the man has been the richest man in the world multiple times. You know, they go back and forth. One day is this dude. The other day is that dude. You know, he's got kids. He's got, he's old and getting older. He's retiring. And, and he's putting all his energy into basically the betterment of the human race. He had an awakening at some point, just yeah. like a lot of rich people have, like Carnegie. You know, Carnegie, he was the richest man in the world at one point. And before he died, he said that, you know, he believed that a, that a man that would die with all his money, you know, ha- has not done what he's supposed to do in life. So, Which is why you are going to see more theaters and more libraries and more medical centers named after Carnegie than anybody else, to be well, honest. He, he basically, you think he's one of the first philanthropists, at least of the... Oh, he was ha- century? He was heavy. You know, you got Carnegie Hall. You got Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. You got all sorts of Carnegie's pl- spots named after Carnegie. And it was because he was donating money like crazy. He was just throwing money out there because at some point he realized he, what's going to happen to all the money when he dies. He might as well try to do something good with it, you know. And I'm not saying that he was the... The best. The nicest man in the world. Because see, the reason why... people have skeletons. (laughs) Yeah, the reason why he made it to where he made it, you know, they went against the unions. There were no unions. And it was just one man with an idea. They were all oligarchs at that point. Right, and a workforce. Now, our system of government has changed. No more monopolies or any of that. Well, we're in a new age of monopoly. New age of monopoly, right. With the, all the tech companies and stuff like right. that. Right. Talking about monopolies, Amazon has almost single-handedly outperformed every other company. In history. In history. And will continue to outperform. And 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 you know what's funny? If if, if you want to believe in a conspiracy, somebody should have said that Amazon op- you know, developed the coronavirus. <laughs> to basically make yeah, everyone buy stuff from them. To make everybody buy stuff from home and give them the upper hand. And single-handedly take every other company out. And crush all their competitors in the process. Right, too. crush all their mom and pop shops and all this and all that. And it just... You buy it from Amazon? You buy it from Amazon safely from the comfort of your home. <laughs> I, I, while I, you I, are in quarantine for the next two years. I think one of the most uh, insidious shit that they've done is the introduction of the button. Like, you know, like, if you buy, like, a face cream or a shaving cream. Really? And you, you could set it when you first purchase it. You could purchase it once, or you could do the convenience where you basically subscribe to it. Right. I've never, I, I haven't done it because I typically, <laughs> the take, I, I typically wait, wait, wait. I, I, I use the shit to the very end, so there's nothing left in the tube. 
I'm gonna be honest. I've used Amazon a lot, and they made a lot of money off of me, all because. And the number one thing is convenience. Yeah. You know, when you live in a city, you're running around, jumping up and down, and you need something. You don't want to go to the store when you get home. You just want to stay home and unwind. You just whatever you need at any time or sometimes you you don't even know what you need and you wake up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. in the morning clicks to go take a dump and you go oh I don't have toilet paper <laughs> let me order it before I forget and you order it and the toilet paper shows up when you get home by the end of the the next day the next day so but that's a lot of shit that could happen in between then though <laughs> or you know what I'm looking for a product and I want to go and and do price comparisons yeah and they be, always have the best price. between between sites i go to best buy and i go to amazon and back and forth and who's got the best deal at the moment and amazon wins most of the time and i can also read multiple reviews of a particular item from people who bought the thing from from yes. real people that actually purchase this stuff not from some magazine that is affiliated or you know where they write, um, what are they called? Uh, sponsored uh, articles where you, it looks like a regular article in the magazine. And right, it's and it's sponsored not. By it's sponsored something. by something, and, you, and you're being bamboozled. Yeah. Because let's be real. I can write an article about anything, and I can write, and if I get paid, I can hate the product, but if, but if I paid, get paid for it, I love it. And I'm going to convince you that I love it, and I'm going to tell you why, even though, because I'm getting paid. So, there's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of stuff going on. And it's all, you know, being thrown out there to make money. You know? We're doing this podcast. And hopefully we can appeal to a lot of people. At the end of the day, at the end. At the, at the end of the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel. If this hobby becomes lucrative... We're going to be making money and sp it'll have sponsors and... And maybe we'll have a sponsor and maybe... And then why wouldn't we? Yeah, you know, you like... You, everyone eventually sells out. Especially... Well, I'm not going to say we would sell out, but I'm saying, like, oh, if, yeah. we, if we believe in a product, if I believe in a particular beer or a drink or something, and they approach us and say, hey, would you guys want to sponsor, you know... We'll sponsor your show. Right. As long as you promote the... The drinks like, here and there. I, I would... Well, Either at the end or at the beginning or in the middle. At some point, we're going to be like, yo, drink this. <laughs> this video has been sponsored by, this podcast has been sponsored by. And you know what? And, and sure, if, if, if this becomes another part of passive income. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, we're always going to stay true to what we believe and say. And if. You know, I'm. I would never jeopardize what I believe to to appease some corporate entity. That right, some corporate entity. On that note, I don't believe that Bill Gates is trying to put a chip on the back of my no. my head. The man, you know, people come up with this shit, and people make a lot of money doing these conspiracies. To tell you, they're basically they're probably somebody sitting just like us talking to each other about. If I say this and I get a million viewers on, 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 on YouTube, <laughs> we can be getting $150,000 a year off of this. Straight chilling. <laughs> Straight chilling in my quarantine in freaking Argentina. My, and, I, and I bring Argentina because my dad's been, has been listening. He's a, he's a Spanish-speaking male. 
and he's been listening to um, some dude from Argentina that's said all sorts of conspiracies on how, you know, China and this and that and, you know, some, oh, that some, some uh, um, German general knows the whole conspiracy. And, of this particular thing? Yeah, and spilled the beans. Well, and, I've heard this one. This one sounds... Dude, I saw the video and I, cause my dad, you know, sends it to me on, on on WhatsApp and I, you know, I'm like, you know what? Let me look at this one and I and I clicked on it and some German dude from like 1994 or something and I looked him up. The guy got caught. Some Russian general got caught and you know he's in jail right now. I'm like, this guy, this video is like, the guy's in jail right now. <laughs> There's nothing. He's, all his credibility is out the. He's window. out the window. I'm like. You know, but does your, uh, I guess this is a little bit more personal question, but does your dad, do you think your dad easily gets susceptible to these things or does he listen to them out of curiosity and just wants to hear the other side? My dad will listen to anything his friends send him. Oh, okay. And he's the type of dude that he believes in herbs and spices. Not that I'm not going to tell you that herbs and and spices don't don't work, work, you know, but the thing about herbs and spices is that um, just because you it comes from nature doesn't mean it's good for you because everybody has your body reacts to different things differently you know yeah everyone everyone i might you know i some people love honey i might be allergic to honey and it might do wonders to you but if i put honey in my mouth i'm gonna fucking die because you're allergic because i'm allergic to it so just because it comes from nature doesn't mean that it's all good you know uh, some things are good in moderation and some other things are good if you take a lot of it. Yeah. So I, I feel, I feel, I almost, I'm in the same page as you are. If there's that. no research behind any of this, just because my grandma told me that if I, you know, put a Vicks vapor rub on my nose, <laughs> like all Dominicans, you know, <laughs> doesn't mean that I'm going to be cured. Yeah. You understand? So we got to take everything that comes out with a grain of salt. And we have to understand what is it about such a product that's really helping us. Uh, and we also have to take into consideration that those in- same ingredients can harm somebody else. Of course, everyone's body is a different uh, biome, basically. So everything's complicated. There's no like there's magic. No answer. <laughs> yeah, there's no magic bullet to anything. You know, uh, a lot of people, especially the younger kids, want to get strong and swole. You know, they want to, you get know, jacked. <laughs> on that six pack. <laughs> and, and 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 there's all these pills, and you know, take this protein shake and do this and do that this is the one is the best just outperforms this one outperforms that one and to be honest it's like how how good can one protein be from another so when you have your advertising department coming up with all these ideas they have to get creative to try to to sell you this shit you know how do i how do two protein powders compete you know one is going to tell you they come straight from like vegetables and the other one's going to tell you that you know it's been enhanced, enhanced you know with, with some magic know, herb with magic herb going back to the earth <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day so propaganda to 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 try to get you 
especially now with all this um I feel like the I heard it in another podcast actually about like how so many scams happen when there's tragedy. Like right now, this whole pandemic has been a huge prolonged tragedy if you think about it. Yeah, and it's and, and there's scammers everywhere. And like it's there's a magic there that there's a there's, there's a magic cure for it. That there's things that the government is right. hiding from and us. And some people fall for it. Yeah. And 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 I'm not gonna say that the people that fall for it are uneducated. I'm just gonna say that maybe they haven't that they lack some knowledge. You know, because I can't say you're dumb because you don't have the knowledge. Yeah. You know. Uh, I'm always ingesting a lot of stuff, and it's much easier today. You keep your ears on to things to see what's it's, going. It's just much easier for us that are tech savvy. You know, our previous generation got their news just from one source, and it was usually the TV or, or the, the newspaper or, or the radio. Yeah. You know, new generations googling stuff. Twitter, but then there's a there's a there's a their generation's encyclopedia. Yeah. I don't need an encyclopedia anymore. Uh, when was the over. last time you heard somebody get in, you went to someone's house and saw the whole encyclopedia? Britannica? Britannica <laughs> on the shelves, bro. Ears. Ears. No, I haven't seen it. You know, it's some, you know, people burn that stuff already. It's all digital. It's all digital. It's all it's there. two megs. And Wikipedia now wants money, so I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like everything. But that's a source of material. Like it's, you know, people add put citations into it similar to like when we used to write a paper in school where you had to put citations of where you got your information no yeah i got it but what i'm saying is that's all now in the cloud and there's a server up there and i'm sure that the server needs to get upgraded and maintained and they need money things can just be for free you know all the time which is what the internet kind of if you if you look hard enough you could find everything yeah, yeah, yeah. For free. You could. You could. So back to this conspiracies. There's tons of conspiracies. And there's a documentary on Netflix that that kind of... There's one that's called Explain, like what is a cult. And it's amazing how when people are vulnerable, how easy it is for them to be... To, to believe things. To get bamboozled by a certain thought. Uh, to get bamboozled to, you know. What's it, what was it called again? Peop, I think it's explained what is a cult. Um, but, uh, whatchamacallit, it, 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 it kind of shows you from research that people that are vulnerable going through something in their life that's very um, impactful. Uh, can can or are searching for they're searching for maybe who they are what what to believe in can can fall into these things yeah um you know I some people may argue that religion is a cult if you think about them they are you or know at least they start off as a cult and then they become a denomination of what people because so many people believe it right so I think that's where the difference is. I think it's the numbers in scale. Cool. So in religion, at some point, you know, and this doesn't apply to every religion. And if you believe what you believe, you know, you're entitled to believe what you believe. But, uh, you know, no one's supposed to be above their religion. Right. But the king, 
back in the day was <laughs> he, above religion. He, was, he, was, he had a divine right to. He him. had a divine right for all these things, and he would come up with all sorts of crap, and um, and he got away with a lot of shit. Uh, so if you believe in that, that's cool, and if you don't, then that's cool as well. But what I'm saying is, you know. You you gotta be careful into what you believe in, because at the end of the day, sometimes you believe in something, and if that particular religion starts asking you to do things like blow yourself up in front of a tank, you know maybe you should question that. Maybe that's not the that's not the right thing to do. You know, I believe in God, and I believe God at some points created life, and if He created it, it must have been because life is good. So why would I go and kill myself for a religion or a purpose? Um, I think that we can solve all of our problems and stay alive uh, with 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 work and communication. It's all it all ends up with being about communication and understanding, not being selfish and thinking that you're the best at everything, or a particular race is the best, or I'm the best because I'm the best. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what it comes to, but. The country really is, at least the United States, is in a... We're in a tight spot right now. We're in a tight spot with race, <laughs> racial tension. And we're still about 60, 60 days, almost or 70 days till the election. And th that it could be that it goes beyond that, too. Yeah, yeah. We don't know when it, th this whole thing is going to end up being... Right, and I'm not going to get... A marathon. <laughs> too deep into it, you know... Um, my leader, I, I want my leader to lead and to be honest and to unite people. And if my leader can't do that, then he's, he's failed at the, one of the most basic things that the pre a president or any leader should do. Right. Which is unite and make believe and give hope to his people that things will get better and that we will overcome. I mean, that's what a leader is supposed to do. Everything else is kind of secondary. You know, when it comes to policies and this, 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 and that. If your leader has these basic qualities where they unite people and... Because, let's face it, you can only do so much by yourself. But when you have the majority of people tackling the same task and moving forward, that's when prog that's when you get progress very fast. Because everyone's working on the same goal. Right. You know, and there's one way you could do it. You could either persuade people to do that. Or you can grab money and throw money at it. Because I always believe that you can solve almost any problem with money. money Just throwing money at it. <laughs> do, you think, do, you, do you think that works for everything? No, no, no. I mean, there's just things that are not physically, impos physically possible at the moment. But eventually, you know, with research and development, you will you get, get you'll get there. But you just have to throw money. Money at it, yeah. I mean, I... I mean, look, the United States was in a race to go to space with Russia. I believe, and if you believe that the United States landed on the moon, because a lot of people don't believe it, a lot of people feel that it was it's fake. A it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Oh, we never went to the moon. No way in hell. Right? <laughs> Some people will question it and will debate, you know, why hasn't any other country gone to the moon? And why, uh, you know, go on and on and on, you know? Well, we got there at least from... The what I remember learning in school is because of money. We just kept throwing money at at the issue. Yeah, engineering, research, development. 
Russia ran out of money. Ran, yeah, and we basically ran them broke. Because yeah, we ran them broke. We had more money than them. <laughs> they ran out of money and said, fuck this space shit. <laughs> We're finished. <laughs> we got more problems going on right now. And the United States eventually got to the moon and landed on it and kicked everybody's ass for the two superpowers going at it, just flexing. Although I think the next wave of the this the next wave of all the uh, research and development is probably AI and the space race. Right. So now they want to go to Mars, and I'm like, really? We're gonna go to Mars? And I, I, I do what? I, I don't know, man. I just read China went to is sent some sort of rover over to Mars. So China literally, I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna say they skipped the moon. They went past. But they did because they didn't even attempt to land on the moon. They just fuck the moon. It's been done already. Let's go to Mars. The U.S. has some plans for Mars as well. Using the SpaceX thing. Tesla's, uh, Whatever. Uh, They're using something. But but in the back of my mind, I'm like, we're throwing so much money into going into a faraway planet. When we have so many things that we can fix here. Right. With so, all that research and development and money. Right. <laughs> resources. So, you know, I know uh, Trump uh, started Space Force. Space, Space Force. Force. Right. Because we definitely need a space force. Now, I understand if they're just, you know, because I didn't get into the details of space force. But if space force is like, you know what? These countries have ballistic missiles that may potentially come to the United States. You know, we want to surveillance the whole world with our satellites. And we want to establish some new laser technology so we can knock down some missiles being shot at other countries. You know, that's cool. They actually have a website, USSF. USSF, huh? I haven't gone into it, and I'm not going to laugh at it yet, but I just feel like, you know, page. we're talking about defunding the police here, which I, I believe in the, in the police. I mean, every society needs to have order, and nobody's above the law, not even the cops, and this is the problem. So, And I understand why cops may lose their um, value or their trust with the people is when one particular cop decides to be above the law and starts doing things, gets Continu caught on camera. Continually breaks the law. Right, or... so then you're supposed to trust the police, and then here you have police doing things that, sh you know, that are criminal, that, 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 that look... They're playing a certain part, but in reality they're... Right, they have criminal... It looks like they have criminal intent. Instead yep. of protecting and serving, they're... They're just trying to kill someone. And I can see, you know, now with cameras and the media and they, you know, they edit these videos or, you know, you see the video and, and, and people throw opinions and jump to conclusions because people are quick to jump to conclusions on everything. Um, and sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're not. But. It, it causes society to stop trusting on the police. And if society doesn't trust the, pol the cops, then then who am I to trust? Yeah. Who, who am I going to call when I need help? When, they, when my gangsters from around the block trying to fuck me up for yes, whatever, for whatever no reason, for whatever reason that is, who am I going to call? You know? Because if I cannot go out there and defend myself, there's a force... A police force out there that's supposed to defend me. 
you know, legally, so that in the legal society, I don't end up going to jail for doing something for doing, stupid. I mean, this whole defend the, the defunding of the police argument is a little. I think it's also. I think the labeling, similar to what we were talking about, the Black Lives Matter, that people were interpreted as a wrong thing. I think the what, what I think the defunding of the police is that certain resources of that, especially if let's say a police department is completely inept to handling the situation, where it is, is statistically doing wrong on one per, certain part of the of the of of that area that they're supposed to protect and to serve. So the, 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 my interpretation, and I think it's an interpretation that if you read into it, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Where they basically want certain resources out of the police force be used into other aspects of the, of, of, a, of the general good. If it's either schools, after school programs, because once you could use more resources into that, you are basically establishing the society in general for uh, that's coming up, they're growing up, the younger kids to have basically resources that taking of not falling into the traps of like you know the gang, gang life or street violence and drugs and all this other nonsense. I see what you're saying. The the whole problem is with the country because everybody thinks the country is a whole. It's not. It's not. It's a it, bunch of. There's 50 states, and each one of those 50 states have their own ecosystems and. They have their own little ecosystem. They have their own little bubble. They basically almost operate as their own little countries. They all have their own little different budgets for everything. So one state can have a bigger police budget than another state. So when we have these problems and we tackle them as a whole, it doesn't really make sense because the country as a whole doesn't operate as a whole. Does that Did that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> So New York City can have a big budget for their police force. You know, there's a lot of people here. And so then you can have a, another police department, like the one in Flint. Um, Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan, where they kind of didn't have the money and all, all hell broke and loose. And all hell broke loose. And there was some other shit going on over there where money disappeared and you know for the and they had a water crisis and they were trying to point fingers on where the money went and they couldn't figure out where the money went so this is a whole big mess and that all you know so if i decided to defund the police nationwide new york could probably be like okay we have enough money fuck it you know we maybe it doesn't matter to them but to a police department like in flint uh that that may not go so well and you need the police man you know there there believe it or not there are criminals out there real criminals they got a lot of youngsters doing this doing that going back and forth you know of all races and i believe in the police we need somebody to keep order now i do also believe that they need to get more training and to get more training, they need more money. So, you know, it's like being a basketball player. You're a good basketball player with your team because you, one, are not just an individual winning the games. You have a team that's going to support you. You have to train to make sure that the team can play together well. You know, so it takes a team to do anything. Team effort. Team effort. 
And then this is like defense wins championships. And if the team isn't playing defense, the goal you're never going to achieve the goal. Right. So you have to throw money into the into the police system just to have them play together as a team and make them better and better training. Being a police officer is not easy. It's hard. It's fucking hard. I can't. I, I cannot I imagine can't, I can't just imagine. dealing with. All different types of people on a daily basis. At some point, you know, a couple of months into being a cop, you're like, man, why the hell did I join? Why did I join this? Yeah, and, and, and unfortunately, a lot of police end up uh, being uh, fall into certain vices like drinking. Uh, well, they got the highest suicide, suicide rate, rate of yeah. any of any other career. But uh, on that note, let's uh, let's wrap it up for today. Um, it was good to be able to do it again. In it person. was good to be able to be do it again, and yeah, there's a lot of topics, of topics that we touched on today, and 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 I feel like they're very complex and very. But I don't think we're also we're not talking out of pocket in certain things because, like you said earlier, you 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 put your ear onto things, you look at them, you read them. Yeah, you just you just really got. But you know what what it is because I'm not here to convince anybody. No, we're not trying to do that. Um. Because everybody's got their own opinion, and their opinion is just as valid. But I, I, we want to encourage people to have an open mind and look at things in a different, uh, from a different uh, glass, angle. from a different angle, a different glass. You know, nobody walks on my shoes, but I don't walk on your shoes either. So my experiences and your experiences are completely different. But just because our experiences are different doesn't mean that we, that our experiences are not relevant. Um, Maybe you've never had a, a problem with the police department. But if you're listening to a lot of other people that have, and to the point that they feel like the police department is being racial or is profiling or is, you know, cherry picking, I have to kind of go, you know what? Maybe they are. Let's look into this because, because that's just the way things are. You know, if you're going to get and solve a problem, you have to identify the problem, acknowledge that we have a problem. So then we can throw out some ideas to fix the problem and then eventually fix the problem. But if nobody wants to believe that there's a problem and it <laughs> looks like gonna, there's a problem, we're never going to fix it. And then nothing's going to get fixed. So we have a long way to go. I still believe the United States is one of the best countries in the world to come and live in and, and achieve and achieve success and try to be prosper and, and establish a family and a future. Uh, there's very few countries out there that, that you can come in and uh, build yourself and from like the, the ground level and all the way to the top, build yourself on the ground level to the top. You know, everybody has done it here. It's just that, you know, some people don't want to let go of the juice, you know? And also, some people are born at a at third base. Right. Some people are born at third base. They're lucky. The their bench. parents busted their ass for the first two bases. And they came in on third base. And then some other people, unfortunately, you're the first generation. And you're going to have to bust ass to get your next generation to the next level. Uh, and sure, the people at the top don't want the people at the bottom to, to, climb, up. to climb up. So they're going to put obstacles on you. 
It's almost like American Warrior. <laughs> gladiator, you mean? Gladiator, whatever. No, they have a new one. It's called like Gladiator or something. American Is it the Warrior. one that The Rock produced? I don't remember. Yeah, the one The Rock produced. I forgot what the name of it is. You yeah. know, there's all these obstacles trying to stop you from getting to the top. And whether they're racial, whether they're... Um, societal. Like yeah, society, societal. You know. Well, let's Monetary. See. Everything's there to, to be against you, but you know you you can't let that stop you. You gotta continue to move forward and try to persevere. All right. Well, with that, I think we're gonna close out with whiskey and other things. Episode two, is it? This is officially episode two, and, um, and we're missing our third wheel. <laughs> we're missing our third wheel. Uh, Hopefully, we, he, when he listens to it, he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta gotta stop by and jump in." <laughs> we wish everybody a, a blessed. Weekend weekend and i also want to wish everybody to stay safe healthy healthy and try to keep an open mind and let's not jump to conclusions on things you know um and because uh um rage and anger are not gonna solve anything peace out peace out